They say competition breeds excellence, and there may not be a better team in the NFL at displaying that right now than the New Orleans Saints. We got all that and a little bit of land yet for you on today's episode of Locked on Saints. You are Locked on Saints, your daily New Orleans Saints podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. What is good, Houdat Nation and Houdat family? Welcome into another episode of Locked on Saints, your daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Saints, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks so much, as always, to all the everydayers out there making Locked on Saints your first listen of the day every day. Don't forget, you can always subscribe and follow for free on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss the latest episodes. And of course, if you want to keep the conversation going one-on-one with me, as well as get access to all of our early information, uh, 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 exclusive film studies, exclusive Q&As, and much more, you can head over to joinsubtext.com slash LockedOnSaints to join a community, which I would love for you to be a part. I am your host, as always, Ross Jackson, on social media at Ross Jackson Nola, your New Orleans Saints expert, credential member of the media. You can find me as the senior writer and reporter over at Saints News Network, Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation site covering the New Orleans Saints. Tuesdays on the Locked on NFL podcast and here with you every single Monday through Friday and then some on Locked on Saints. And on today's episode of Locked on Saints, we are recapping day two of New Orleans Saints training camp. We're going to get to our play and player of the day and Andrew Dowell. We'll also take a look at more of the big notes uh, in that segment as well. We're going to take a look at an injury scare. Trevor Penning, the only New Orleans Saint on the 90-man roster not present today. How concerned should you be about that injury, if at all? But first, competition breeds excellence. That's a phrase that we've heard. It's a sports cliche, some may say, all across the world of sports. But I have to tell you, when it comes to the New Orleans Saints, they are putting that in practice. As we take a look at where the New Orleans Saints are generating the most competition, according to Dennis Allen, it is all over the roster. And sometimes that means depth. Sometimes that means players simply fighting for a roster spot, all that. Thank you all very much for your patience. Uh, But also some of it is like legitimate starting competition, legitimate competition at some of the biggest spots on the roster. Uh, And that could mean that cornerback spot opposite Marshawn Lattimore, the defensive end spot opposite opposite Cam Jordan. All of those roles are massively important. And because of how important they are, it's not a situation in which exactly, we'll fix it in post. It's not a situation in which you're stuck somewhere to where you have um, you know, if, if the right player doesn't come about or if somebody loses a battle versus winning a battle, like the Saints have enough good players all over their roster, especially at those two spots that I just mentioned, that if somebody comes out and wins this battle, then the Saints are in a good spot because of it. So that's what you look for in these battles. And we saw a good bit of that during day two of training camp. So we saw Paulson Adebo get the first team reps yesterday. We saw kind of a sharing of first team reps at cornerback between Paulson Adebo and Alante Taylor. Today, Paulson Adebo opened up team drills yesterday with a pass breakup against Derek Carr as he was targeting Michael Thomas on a slant. And then to turn back from that, today we saw uh, Alante Taylor with tight coverage all over the field. And so there's a lot to like in terms of that competition because one of them had a good day yesterday. The other one has to show up and have a good day the very next day. So these guys kind of have to go blow for blow, iron sharpens iron kind of thing. 
Another place where we see that sometimes isn't necessarily about the position battle, but in some cases it's about how do the two, uh, two sides of the ball compete with one another. And a great example of that was Michael Thomas and Marshawn Lattimore today, where Michael Thomas was targeted down the left sideline by Derek Carr, caught it, looked like he was going to come down with it, but because Marshawn Lattimore didn't give up on that pass and continued to break up that, you know, continue to fight with all of it, he ended up still being able to uh, break it up and, and, and knock that pass out as they were coming down to the ground. And so there was a lot of that that we also saw. One of the other places where you're seeing a lot of competition is where we kind of look at that defensive end spot, where we have guys like uh, Peyton Turner, who again flashed for a second day in a row, continuously getting pressures, continuously um, you know, getting after the quarterback, all that. And then outside of that, you also had Carl Granderson, who at one point was lined up on the outside and ended up kind of uh, uh, pivoting in or kind of running a stunt and then getting immediate pressure right up the middle of the offensive line. That's where you want to get pressure on those quarterbacks is right up the middle because you're forcing them to get a point to get a um to get a point to where you're right up in their gut. They have to make a quick decision. They can't step up in the pocket. They're not able to release in rhythm all of those things. And so I think that that's the next piece to what the New Orleans Saints are trying to put together. And we've seen this with Dennis Allen year in and year out for the 2 years that he's been around. They drafted Alante Taylor, even though they had a great season, great rookie season out of Paulson Adebo. They had Marshawn Lattimore already starting on the outside. You added Alante Taylor to that room to generate competition. And now it's the biggest competition in camp, all told, going into this year. And because of that, these guys can't just sit idly by and be in a position to where they go, okay, I don't have to work as hard because I'm settled into my role. It's a lot of stuff written in paper when it comes to this New Orleans Saints uh, depth chart right now. And Dennis Allen, the New Orleans Saints coaching staff, the New Orleans Saints organization is doing a really good job utilizing that competition to make players better, whether they're the players that are competing or whether they're the players that are already the incumbent players. Another big competition that the Saints are using right now is the kicker competition. Remember, amongst all kickers last year that tried at least 30 field goals, Will Lutz at 74.2% was the second second lowest in the NFL. So with a guy like Blake Groupie coming in to compete with Will Lutz, that pushes Will Lutz to try to be better than he was last year because he can't just sit comfortably in the role that's there for him. So Blake Groupie, who came out here and kicked from anywhere between extra point distance to 44 yards, was in that six of six range, just like Will Lutz was yesterday. Now, it's not going to be as simple as like who misses the first field goal is all of a sudden out of here or anything like that, but that's going to be a camp long continuous battle all throughout. And as Dennis Allen laid out, it is a true kicker battle. There are true specialist battles on this roster. Another guy that we'll kind of highlight a little bit later that's generating some competition at the second level of the defense is Andrew Dowell. The guy just keeps making plays so far here early in training camp. And because of that, guys like Zach Bond, guys like DeMarco Jackson, guys like the uh, undrafted free agents, Anthony Orgy, as well as uh, Nick Anderson, those guys need to take steps up. They need to be up there. Nephi Sewell made a play yesterday in the run game. That's the type of commitment you want to see one through six through 10 through 11 in the wide receivers cases of every single position. So if you want this New Orleans Saints team to be at its best during the regular season, 
That work starts now. And one of the ways to make sure that that work is not taken for granted is by driving the competition amongst all of these position groups because it's forcing development. It's also forcing development for the guys that are competing, the guys that are being competed with or the incumbents as I like to call them. But also, as we know, competition breeds excellence. That's what the New Orleans Saints are trying their absolute best right now to be able to capitalize on. Coming up next, there was an injury scare today, uh, yesterday during um, training camp. All 90 of 90 players were present. Today, only 89 of 90 because starting left tackle, we assume Trevor Penning wasn't on the field. How concerned should you be about that? And what was Dennis Allen's update? We're going to get to that as we continue on with today's episode of Locked on Saints, part of Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Our partners over at eBay Motors have teamed up with Locked On Fantasy Football host Vinny Iyer to bring you the best fantasy football advice every single week, all season long. So whether you're prepping for the draft or scouring the waiver wire every week, we're bringing you the guaranteed fit for your roster. So with draft prep underway for the upcoming season, let's see who Vinny has selected as this week's eBay's guaranteed fit player of the week. If all the top tier quarterbacks are off the board for fantasy football drafts in 2023, don't worry because there's another line of luxury passers and in some cases runners who are a guaranteed fit for your starting lineups every Week Driving a sleeker Jacksonville Jaguars offense that now features wide receiver Calvin Ridley, Trevor Lawrence has top five scoring upside as a QB one. Expect Lawrence to keep living up to his immense arm talent as well as athletic talent and cruise to production that builds off of his hot finish to last season. Vinny Iyer of Locked On Fantasy Football is here to help you win your fantasy football leagues and eBay Motors knows that a championship is all about players being the perfect fit and the same goes with your vehicle. With eBay guaranteed fit and over 122 million parts and accessories for your vehicle right at your fingertips, you can make sure that your ride stays running smoothly. You need air filters, brakes, taillights, alternators, shock struts, you name it, eBay Motors has it. And they'll make sure that it is the perfect fit for your car because eBay's guaranteed fit helps you understand exactly what you need for your vehicle the very first time. So go forth, switch gears, crank the AC, and say goodbye to sweating if your vehicle just needs a little fixing up because now you'll always be set up for success from the get-go. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, everything your vehicle is calling for is just one click away. For parts and accessories that fit your vehicle, just look for the green check mark. Get the right parts, the right fit, all at the right price at ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. eBay Guaranteed Fit available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. All right, family, continuing on with today's episode of Locked on Saints. Thanks again to all the everydayers out there making Locked on Saints your first listen of the day every day, whether you're joining us live or joining us later. And make sure that your second listen today is the Locked on Pelicans podcast with Jake Madison, taking a look at those new statement jerseys for the New Orleans Pelicans. So if you're here for the live show, right after I'm done here, Jake's going live over on the Locked on Pelicans YouTube page. If you're catching the show later, just make sure that when you're done listening here, that you're listening over at Locked On Pelicans and checking out Jake over there and all the phenomenal work that he does. Nobody covers the Pelicans better, and nobody's doing it every single day except for Jake. So make sure you're going and checking that out and that you're heading over there for the live streams as well. We're going to do this every Thursday as we go through, I think. We're trying some stuff out, so show some support and we'll keep it going. All right, y'all, as we take a look at the 
big injury concern around the New Orleans Saints. Bum, 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 the big dark cloud hovering over, all that kind of stuff. Um, what I want to mention here is, and what I want to preface with here is that everything that Dennis Allen, Michael Thomas, Kendra Miller, every player that's kind of been navigating injury that's spoken with us, every coaching staff member that's spoken about players that are been dealing with injury, they've all been right. And so what I mean by that is that Michael Thomas told us, I'll be full go, full speed day one. Bam. That's absolutely what he was, what he is. He's out there full go, full speed two days in a row now during training camp. They said that guys like um, Andrus Pete, Cesar Ruiz, Trevor Penning would all be available day one. They were all available day one. Kendra Miller told us all the way back on draft night in the Zoom conference that we did in the media room at the New Orleans Saints facility that he would be ready to go the first day of training camp. But that's the date that they were aiming for. All of that has come to fruition. I say that because today during the Wednesday practice, or excuse me, the Thursday practice for the New Orleans Saints, their second uh, training camp practice, they were without Trevor Penning. Starting left tackle, the other we expect to be the starting left tackle going into 2023. This was a surprise, right? We all got out there. We all start, you know, we're all looking in our binoculars and everything. And we're literally standing there with a roster and checking off or highlighting names or reading off numbers for somebody else to check off and highlight to kind of take attendance. That's what we do at the beginning of every training camp practice. And surprisingly, the two people that we couldn't find were Trevor Penning and Lewis Kidd. Eventually, we found Lewis Kidd. He was behind the, he wasn't in the, the big cold cooler, but he was behind it working with some of the trainers. But we did try to find Trevor Penning and we couldn't find him. The reason why I mentioned what I said about Dennis Allen and everything that the Saints have told us beforehand is that after practice, before we even got the chance to ask Dennis Allen about Trevor Penning, he immediately came out and said, Trevor Penning missed today's practice with a foot injury. We expect it to be day-to-day, not a big deal. We expect him to be back out here either tomorrow or Saturday, completely out front. Um, a question was asked about whether or not it was connected to his previous injury uh, and either of his previous injuries. The answer was no, and that it's not a big deal. It's considered very minor. So with that being said, what I'll say for now is that Trevor Penning not being at practice on Wednesday, Thursday, excuse me, probably not a bad Probably not a bad thing at all. Uh, if you want thoughts on Ramsey and Burrow's injury, locked on uh, Dolphins as well as locked on Bengals, have you covered? But when it comes to Trevor, Trevor Penning's injury, right, which isn't as big of a deal, um, this is a situation to where you kind of go, okay, let's wait and see. And so on Friday or Saturday, we should expect to see Trevor Penning back out on the field, big number 70. And so if that is going to be how it transpires, then so far, no one's lied to us. No one said anything that you know doesn't pan out, all that. At this point, what you're seeing is the New Orleans Saints, Dennis Allen, just kind of volunteering information. Because And the reason why I highlight that is because not only did he volunteer the information about Trevor Penning, he also volunteered the information that uh, Colin Saunders went in with an illness at one point, as well as Shaq Davis, the undrafted free agent rookie wide receiver out of South Carolina State, and uh, Keith Kirkwood, the veteran wide receiver, both had some heat-related early exits as well. Now, I saw both of those guys out on the field until very, very late in the um, very, very late in the practice day, but not really uh, a concern. It sounds like so. I wouldn't be super worried when you see these reports about Trevor Penning not being 
at practice and him dealing with the foot injury and all those other things. Now, if he's not back out there on Friday and he's not back out there on Saturday, we have the the day off on Sunday and the Saints have the day off on Sunday. So if he's not back out there on Monday after that, then yeah, you start to ask some questions. You start to you know garner a little bit more concern. But as it stands right now, it doesn't seem like there is anything to be worried about when it comes to Andrews Pete. And that means New Orleans Saints so far playing healthy, 90 out of 90, all that other stuff. And this is the, the highlight here, though, is that it is a foot injury. So that's probably one of the reasons why the Saints took him off the field was precautionary because he's already had injuries to both feet. And so when you hear him saying something like, oh, man, my foot kind of got tweaked or something like that, or I'm not feeling so great about this left foot right now or whatever, take him off the field. Take him off the field. Take the precaution. Don't let it get any worse. Don't re-aggravate anything, anything like that. So I thought it was a smart move by the New Orleans Saints to do exactly that. All right, let's start to go through some of the notes that we have here before we get to the play of the day. Uh, We had uh, a couple of exciting plays throughout today's seven on seven. So in the seven on sevens, one of the big highlights came from uh, a big run by, uh, or not a big run, sorry, this is seven on sevens, uh, but a big completion between um, Derek Carr as well as Rashid Shaheed. And this was with this was with Alante Taylor in coverage, but we saw some good connections between Carr and Shahid. Yesterday, we spoke a lot about Carr and Thomas, Carr and Olave, but I want to highlight Carr and Shahid for a moment because that is such an important connection. And Bobby Hebert actually asked uh, Dennis Allen about a little bit more to do with Rashid Shahid. Like, he's more than just a returner, right? Was kind of the question that he was asked. And then Bobby and I kind of talked a little bit after practice. This guy, Rashid Shahid, is something special, man. It's more than just his speed at this point. His cuts, his leverage, his understanding defensive back leverage. The, the, quick and, the quick and dirty sort of version of what it is that makes Rashid Shahid so special is his ability to sell that vertical stem. And the thing about the vertical stem or the vertical release, which is kind of when you're coming off the line of scrimmage as a wide receiver, the first thing you want that defensive back to think is that you're running straight down the field. You have to be able to sell that. And when you have the kind of speed that Rashid Shahid does, it's really, really easy to sell that vertical release. And so what's happening now is that defensive backs are quickly flipping their hips, meaning that they're turning upfield because you're not going to be able to backpedal and keep up with Rashid Shahid's speed. He's just going to blow right past you, right? So you have to be willing, you have to be ready to turn your hips and start to work upfield. You've got to be able to run full speed with them. Um, the... The beauty of what that means is that these defensive backs are committing upfield earlier and allowing Rashid Shahid to simply turn left and create separation. It's, be, it's, it's become that easy for him. But one of the great plays that happened on the defensive side today was Alante Taylor's speed versus Rashid Shahid's speed. That's a match. That's a match. Alante Taylor can keep pace with Rashid Shahid. Now, Derek Carr kind of underthrew it a little bit. It kind of came, um, kind of came up a little bit short, but Alante Taylor in good position, tight coverage on a speedy receiver. I highlight that because you'll remember that when it comes to the Saints' defense, the some of the things that they that they struggle with a lot are that second receiver on the opposite side of the number one guy being super fast. And if that is there, a guy like Alante Taylor is an absolute asset for you. And we definitely saw that during today's practice. All right. 
Next thing that we're going to look at is the play of the day and the player of the day. Linebacker is a big need for this New Orleans Saints defense. Is there another guy starting to stand out and stand up at just the right time? There might be, and his name is Andrew Dowell. We got that coming up for you as we continue on to wrap up today's episode of Locked on Saints, part of Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get it. Who that nation wrap it up today's episode of Locked on Saints with a look at our play of the day. This is the way we end all of our live second uh, part of the day shows. And it is all about Andrew Dowell. The chat already knows it. This is all about Andrew Dowell. Um, Andrew Dowell for the second day in a row has forced a turnover. And I don't just mean that he's got an interception or that he's punched a ball out and somebody else has recovered it. No, no, no. He's done all the work. He's done all the work. Yesterday in Wednesday's first training camp day practice, Juwan Johnson catches Juwan Johnson catches a pass working towards the right sideline. He kind of gets stood up. Andrew Dowell, boom, Dowell punch is what I'm calling it now. It's not the peanut punch anymore. Andrew Dowell took it. He took it. Sorry, Peanut Tillman. It's the Dowell punch now. Andrew Dowell punches that out, is able to recover it, gets to the opposite sideline, works laterally all the way across the field, and then gets an opening on what looks like it could have been a big return. Today in camp, he does the same thing, but this time to rookie Kendra Miller. Kendra Miller ends up being uh, coming out towards the flats. I believe that the pass was from uh, Jameis Winston. I'm trying to find my notes here, but uh, I believe the pass was from Jameis Winston. He ends up getting that pass out to uh, to Kendra Miller. Kendra Miller turns up field. Boom. There's Andrew Dowell to knock the ball out again, recover it again. And then he's got that sideline all on his own. Another one that probably would have been returned for a touchdown. So the hat trick, the fumble, the scoop, and the score. These are the things that you're looking for when it comes to that second level over on the New Orleans Saints defense is who's going to stand up and who's going to stand out. Now, I will say Andrew Dowell has had standout moments in training camp before. This isn't new. There have been times where he's been on the verge of a big time breakout training camp, but then had injuries that have kind of sullied that for him, things like that. But what you're seeing from Andrew Dowell right now is him answering the call, because not only do the New Orleans Saints need linebacker depth. They need somebody with a nose for takeaways. This team struggled to take the ball away last year, whether it was fumbles, whether it was uh, uh, whether it was interceptions, however it is that you want to look at it. And as Dennis Allen has highlighted over and over again, just like Chris Richard highlighted last year in a conversation that we had with him during media availability, mentality is half of the game. You have to want to get that ball back to your offense. And Andrew Dowell wants that football. He wants that football, and he has been getting that football over the course of the last couple of days. So I'm going to give Andrew Dowell his flowers today, play of the day, player of the day in my book as well. But there were some other highlight moments as well. Um, Peyton Turner getting more pressure. There was one, I've got it written here, uh, 98 pressure on the backside, 98 pressure, could have been a sack by 98 in first team reps. Three straight plays where he was at least present in the backfield, including the first team rep of the day. Uh, he was operating out opposite, excuse me, Cam Jordan. And that's uh, a spot that is is up for grabs right now. And um, Dennis Allen was asked after practice, hey, Peyton Turner saw him getting these first team reps. Is that indicative of him earning those opportunities? Or is it just that you're giving him those opportunities because you want to see more from him? And he said, it's both. We're giving him the opportunities because he's earning the opportunities. And I think that that's a good sign for Peyton Turner. He's got to stay healthy. He's got to keep it up. Remember last year, he had flashes throughout camp. I asked him what he thought about his flashes during camp. And that's what he said. He looked back at me and he was like, that's what they are. They're flashes. I need to be more consistent. 
two practices in a row, several pressures in a row, consistency starting to become the conversation for Peyton Turner. Can he stay healthy and can he maintain it moving on throughout the week? That will definitely be a big part of it. Alvin Kamara put the okie doke on a player um, on, oh, it was actually on Zach Bond. Um, Alvin Kamara, Derek Cook linked up on the right sideline on a uh, on a pass out into the flats. Alvin Kamara stuck his foot in the ground and immediately, he was working towards the sideline, stuck his foot in the ground, immediately cut back inside and then pew, he was gone. He left Zach Bond in the dust. And Zach Bond's been looking pretty good over the course of camp so far. He's rushing the passer, playing a little bit more of an on-ball role. He's not putting his hand in the dirt, but he's rushing from a stand-up position over on the opposite side, all of that. So I do think that there is a lot of, Pete Werner said, he's seeing Zach Bond play at his most confident ever right now. And I think a part of that is because of the role that he is being asked to serve, which is a little bit more familiar to the role that he excelled in when he was a Wisconsin Badger, rushing the passer and playing on ball. So lots of good stuff coming from this uh, this New Orleans Saints team and all that. I, I really, really do think that there is um, good momentum started by this New Orleans Saints team during training camp. Now, can they continue it? That's going to be the big thing. Coming up in tomorrow's episode, we're going to take a look at Rookie Watch. We're going to take a look at the offensive and defensive line distribution, but we're going to lead it all off with a quick look at where things are starting to settle in for the New Orleans Saints' biggest stars and biggest playmakers. What are the roles and what's going on in the slot? That's a big conversation as well. So we're going to hit all that in tomorrow's first episode. And then, of course, tomorrow evening after training camp, we'll be live just like this with you to get you all caught up. Now, I want you to head over to Locked on Pelicans. Jake Madison, get your second listen in for the day. If you're here live, he's about to go live right now. If you're catching it later, you can head over and catch the uh, the, the pre-recorded version or the, the version that's still up across all your favorite podcast feeds. Go and check him out, and I'll see you tomorrow. Appreciate you, as always, making Locked on Saints all your everyday is out there, your first listen of the day. As always, I appreciate you so much for making us a part of your day, part of your routine. As always, if you need anything else around your New Orleans Saints in between these episodes, make sure you follow me on your favorite social media, at Ross Jackson, N-O-L-A. Hit me up. Let me know how the family's doing. Let me know how you're living. Let me know how you're moming them. And trust you, that nation, I'll holla at you.